0: Welcome, everybody, to the Seattle Sports Union podcast. My name is Abraham Deweese. With me once again are Matthew Page and Brian, the soul man, Solak. How's it going, fellers?
1: Hey, what's up? What's going? <laughs> what's
0: going?
1: How are, what's going?
2: are you? going pretty good. I'm crushing the, uh, the soul man in fantasy football right now.
0: Wait, how are you crushing him? What 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 has led to this?
2: I got twelve nothing right now because Mr. Robinson in the Thursday night game is helping me out.
0: Who's Mr. Robinson?
2: Uh, James Robinson, rushing running back for the uh, Jaguars.
0: Well, what's so special about him?
2: He should have been a Seahawk if they listened to me.
0: <laughs> did you bring up? Did I you? Don't... How how did you contact the Seahawks to make sure that this James Robinson would be on the Seahawks?
2: Uh, I did not. Um, they oh. were focused on listening to me about DK Metcalf and then, uh, oh. and then, then they were ignoring me this year.
1: Well, why they? John Schneider would have picked him up for you if you would have bought him a, a drink. That's all you had to do, buddy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well,
2: I'll remember that next time. Is that, is that, was that your relationship with Mike Leach over
1: at Wazoo? Exactly. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Your relationship with, with Mike Leach is when I called him out. You made sure to, like, post it on his damn Twitter. I sure did. Like, yep. hey, Abraham Deweese of Lake Forest Park, a suburb of That's Seattle. He's got a problem with you. I think he laughed
1: at that, too. <laughs> There's
0: no secrets. No secrets amongst us, apparently. Mm-hmm. James Robinson, by the way, rookie out of mm-hmm. Illinois State, which is yep. uh, FCS. Is that right? Yes. FCS, yep. And I believe that's Missouri Valley Conference. And, yeah, no, I'd never heard of him, but you were texting, like, fifth, sixth round. You were like, get this guy. Get this guy immediately. We must have and this we guy. Went,
2: yeah, then we went and got the guy from Miami that I didn't really like, that hasn't played for us yet.
0: DJ Dallas is his name.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, Robinson is the starting running tailback. Or an NFL team currently, and he's got two touchdowns tonight. He's been their entire offense.
0: Speaking of Dallas, let's take a look at um, let's take a look at the game that's coming up this very week. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, also the same home city as uh, Rob Van Winkle, by the way. Um, Rob Van Winkle, of course, being Vanilla Ice. Okay, I'm glad you guys are following along with me here. Um, Elon, yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I got to bring this all together because like Rob Van Winkle from Dallas, a nice suburb, by the way, he's not from the hood.
1: I don't know if you guys knew okay. that
0: about the nope. no ice. Um, I know he's
2: really good with woodworking. <laughs> um, he's got his own TV show.
0: In his song, Ice Ice Baby, he, he claims to be from the hood in Miami, right? You know, uh, A1A Detroit Avenue in Miami. Um, yep. Uh, and Miami is the team that was playing the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight. And James Robinson's on the Jaguars. See how it all just kind of like, it's all
1: oh, yeah, okay. It's all connected. All connected. It's yeah, all connected. Uh-huh. yeah. It's a small world. It's a small world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the Miami sound machine.
1: Anyways, what's the, what's the, talk about Dallas. today. <laughs>
0: Someone's not a Gloria Estefan fan. Anyway, the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) Someone comes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyways. Oh, the rhythm is going to get you guys if you don't pay attention. Okay, just listen up. Uh, The (laughs) Dallas Cowboys are coming to uh, our house. Um, And that is uh, CenturyLink. Yours,
2: Yours and mine?
0: Yeah. If okay. we're going with the music theme, if we could just say, you know, our house in the middle of the street, and then I should, can t- I,
2: should I vacuum? I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> move the sofa so they have room. I mean,
0: actually, maybe. I mean, uh, what yeah. we might be doing another um, another Discord show or not show, but another Discord group, right?
2: Yeah, but Discord doesn't require me to move the couch.
0: Well, but I mean, like. If you can yeah if you want to
2: you can yeah exactly <laughs> ah, so you're saying that I have the freedom to move the couch whenever I want to
0: you do exactly. and you know you know which couch did not have that much freedom uh, to move Tim, that'd be Tim, Tim Couch, couch? <laughs> <number one laughs> from Cleveland Cleveland of course uh, having anyway, okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> his career ended the
2: day he was drafted by
0: Cleveland
2: <laughs> it was unfortunate
0: so we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys coming to central link playing. Our, I don't think we've
2: started yet, but we're going to be play yep.
0: <laughs> Playing our Seattle Seahawks. And, uh, no, I just wanted to kind of take a look at this game coming up and then we'll take a look at the game that we just played against the Patriots. But, uh, but what are your general, what are your general feelings about this Cowboys team? I hope that you guys have been able to watch at least one or two of their games or, uh, at least, read up a little bit on them. Um, what, what are your general feeling, feelings about this team coming in?
1: I'll go, I'll go first on that. I, I saw the first game of the year when the Rams beat them, and then last week they came back against Falcons. And I mean, the way our CX are playing, I think we can beat Dallas in a high-scoring game, but Dallas has Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CeeDee Lamb. I mean that's a hell of an offense right there, and they're only getting stronger and stronger. I think Dak Prescott's got he, he's 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 out to get some people. I mean I, I can't think of the, the one guy in the the sports analyst who talked smack about him a couple weeks ago because he has dep- it was a depression issues, but
0: yeah, that was Skip Bayless, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, like, yeah probably that's the most bag.
0: probably the most garbage sports related personality there is he, he and is a
2: professional asshole pardon he, my uh, french but that is a, that is literally his job title that, that yep. was so he was doing it just to raise his image and raise controversy get,
0: give some background about that particular thing uh so like for the people out there listening who don't know
1: i mean long story short Dak, Dak prescott lost his brother during the off season didn't he kill himself i believe I don't want to say the wrong thing, but and Dak Prescott uh, really got depre- severe depression over it, and Skip Bayless is talking—I'm well, going to say—is talking shit about him, and uh, and, I, and that's not cool, dude. And uh, Dak, Dak is—is he in a contract year, or did he only get a one-year deal? But yeah, the guy's but fighting for—he got franchise tag, didn't he? Uh,
0: no, he <laughs> did not. Oh uh, no, he did. He did. He did. he did. he did. he oh, did. He okay. did. Um, yeah. So, but ultimately, it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't matter, right? Heart. I mean, like, wh- what are you piling on a guy for? You know, for this? I mean, anybody yeah. who loses any family member is, you know.
2: Oh yeah, it's a blow. I mean, it's a blow. And, Bayless, not, and frankly, Bayless frankly, it's
0: none. Hang on, hang on. Frankly, it's none of okay. his business. Nope. Like, absolutely. What he does on the field is 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 supposed. That's Skip Bayless's business. Is supposed to be. What does he do on the field? It's none of his business. What's goes on? What goes on in his family?
2: Um, I absolutely agree with that, Bayless. The the, the point Bayless was making, just I mean, I know he's not. I really shouldn't defend him, but I just want to make it clear, was that uh, hearing that a guy has to be, you know, take take depression medication and he's dealing with depression. This man needs to be a leader on the field. He needs to be a leader of your team, and you don't want to hear that he's, you know, depressed and. And having to deal with all this, you don't want to hear that. You want to be a, he wants to be a leader. He needs to walk onto that field and everyone knows that he's confident and knows what he's doing. Complete bullshit. It is. He's a, he's human. You lose someone close to you, maybe they family, friend, whatever. It's going to impact you. And there's nothing shameful. There's nothing wrong about feeling your feelings.
0: There's absolutely zero players, coaches, owners, you know, people selling concessions that think the way that Skip Bayless does. I can guarantee I Skip that.
2: Bayless was the only one. I think Skip Bayless was the only one who had a problem with it. Yeah. That was literally it.
0: So it's kind of ridiculous. Got
1: a, yeah, he should have got a, I mean, people get fired for what they say on the radio now. Why, why the hell wasn't he fired or fired? I mean, that's bullshit, dude. Because his, his
2: job classification is literally professional asshole. He's, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's true. It's well, what he is. Yeah. He's there – to just stir up controversy and draw in attention and draw in people, because everyone was talking about him, that brings attention to the network. Yeah, you know there is there is no such thing as bad press, you know, when it comes to being a sports analyst.
0: So now I rate. say all this with uh, absolute certainty and hypocrisy myself, um, because I do nothing but laugh about the incident where Earl Thomas got caught in an orgy by his wife. <laughs> So, still laugh. I think it's kinda of funny. <laughs> yeah. But I would never say that that impacts his game. No. <laughs> well, and you don't
2: have you don't have a 10 million dollar 10 million person fan base that so you're telling it on national television either.
0: There's no 10 million person fan base. There are 9,999,099 people who who follow his tweets to see what stupid thing he says. So that they can yeah. laugh, laugh at him. And that's kind of the part yep. of the problem is like, there are people that ironically listen to him. It's kind of like the people who, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to get too political here. People on one side of the political aisle constantly watch, um, you know, news from the opposite viewpoint, just to laugh at them and to, and to make fun of them. Um, it's, it's yep. the same kind of thing. It's a, it's a desire. It's that desire to see a train wreck. It's the desire to watch the Cardassians. Cardassians? Wait, which one's the Star Trek villains and which one's uh, the ugly monsters? Um, Kardash- the
2: ones who live in L.A., they're the, they're the, they're the, they're the uh, Star Trek villains. Okay.
0: <laughs> and the Cardassians are who? <laughs>
2: um, they're just some random people that got famous and somehow owned several star systems. I don't know. they
1: <laughs> friends.
0: I still to this day don't know the difference between the two, but I. No, like, no, yeah, but no. Anyway, getting back to the getting back to the uh, Earl Thomas orgy, or I mean the Dallas Cowboys. Um, <laughs> I was looking Scary at. Offense. I was looking at their defense. Again, I agree with the offense. Everything you said is correct, but I was looking at their defense, and I'm not impressed by them. And there's rumors that Earl Thomas, uh, you know Caligula himself, is going to be uh, coming to the Cowboys. What do you think about that? Would that be a benefit? to their defense.
2: Yes. He's still, I mean, he he is not, you know, the player he once was with us, but he is still a force to reckon with in that secondary and in terms of leadership in the locker room and on the field. Um, and this is, a, this is a team that was constructed by Jerry Jones, so obviously it doesn't have a defense. And uh, so, yeah, it would it would it would benefit greatly, I think, from his presence. I think they'd be smart
1: to pick him up.
0: I agree yeah, because I, I was looking at. Oh, sorry, go ahead, select. No,
1: I was just saying I, I agree with Matt too. It, as a leader, even if he is an, turning into an asshole, I mean, plus he he would improve that secondary in Dallas a hundred times better. I mean, there's a bunch of no no names back there, so yeah, it would and- make them much better.
0: Yeah, and as much as the Seahawks got lit up and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh the Dallas Cowboys, they can't stop anybody. They lost to um they lost to the Rams, a good team, not a great team, a good team. Mm-hmm. And they had anybody on the 52 man roster, 53 man roster of the Falcons realize that you can pick up an onside kick. You don't have to just stare at it. Um, that they would have lost that game too. Um, they've been yep. outscored on the season. their Their turnover margin is is pathetic. Their defense can't can't intercept. And they can't cause fumbles. Um, they've been lit up in the air. Uh, this is a defense that can't do anything. They're almost like I think they're like the Seahawks, a star studded offense with a defense with a lot of problems. And yeah, maybe you need to. Maybe they need to get Earl Thomas.
2: I absolutely agree with that, Abe. Yep. Yeah, it would be an upgrade. It definitely would.
0: All right, guys. Uh, we saw that Bruce Irvin went down. We saw that uh, 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 Marquise Blair went down
1: mm-hmm.
0: for an offense. That one hurt.
2: That one hurts more
0: for the off, for an offense, or I'm sorry, for a defense that's given up. Uh, I think the most passing yards in the league. And for a defense that's averaging, I think it's somewhere around 23, 24 points per game, Uh, surrendered, what does the loss of those two players mean to us? Uh, first, sorry i was trying not to first, end on a preposition okay guys i hear you no, laughing at me
2: we're waiting we're waiting and you're like finally
1: okay okay now I, he's done i was waiting for it to make
0: sense i i don't have to end everything with a preposition just just, just go 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 go, go.
1: <laughs> i mean we're, we're two games two games into the season i know bruce urban was signed to be one of our pass rushers but uh i mean there's Losing him, I don't think it's going to hurt us as much as, like Matt said, as Marquise Blair, because Marquise Blair was having a hell of a spring, and then he brought it into the season, and he's moving his way up the depth chart, and now we have to go with Mr. Ugo Adabi and Lano Hill, back whatever the hell's name is, and uh, Lano Hill, and uh, either way, we're, I mean, like you said earlier, our defense has given up a lot of yards, a lot of points, and it's gonna it's gonna be an issue this Sunday and and moving forward. If if I mean, I I think if our pass rush got better, which is not going to happen, but we've been talking about that all summer, all spring. It, our, our secondary would t- you know tighten it up a little bit, but it, it, I don't see foresee that in the n- near future.
0: Matt, I got to ask you about Oogie Boogie or Abu Dhabi or <laughs> whatever his name is. It's um,
2: Ulu. 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 Oh, okay,
0: Ulu. not Addis Ababa Ulu. or. Or, okay. Kabugo. Yeah. Or, or, Alpha, or, Abu, Alpha, Abu Alpha, or Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, it was Ugo Umadi. Okay.
0: Umadi. sorry. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yes, you're, 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 you're. You know, he's a human
2: being. I know he's a duck, <laughs> but he is a human being. Yeah. He does deserve a modicum of respect. I'm just saying.
0: Just a modicum. Nothing more <laughs>
2: Yeah. than a modicum. At
0: That's least. That's the. At least. <laughs> at you know, mo- that's, at all most.
2: that's all i can expect from a from a husky <laughs> and, a, and a cougar wow
0: <laughs> all right tell us about oogie boogie what, what do you think
2: yeah, please. I, I, I don't i don't need to tell you about him he, you can see him <laughs> on the field he's doing he, i think he, he's doing gonna do okay my concern is depth and um what are we going to do to fill that urban role i think uh Matthews is clay Matthews is still out there still waiting for the right spot we have money that we've saved and there's a cap go out he can plug in right in the urban spot which wouldn't you know be just fine certain packages and be a part-time guy he'd, he'd make a lot of sense he'd be cheap in that role also then cheaper than he's been in the past and um, today uh, it broke that apparently we're talking to snacks Harrison Damon Harrison for those who don't know his nickname um, he's a good, he's a good run stopper defensive tackle, um, up the middle, which would help improve a weakness that we've had, like Solak said, for the entire off season that we've, that we on this podcast have been screaming about. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm concerned about depth to be honest at this point. Blair, I really liked what I saw. I really was happy to see him do well. I was excited to see him in his role, and uh, it's a bummer. It's a bummer now that he um, um, that he's now missing the rest of the season. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really concerned about Bruce Irvin. I, I, I'm sorry, I, yeah, I'm I don't com- really care. Completely
0: the opposite of you. I'm not really concerned about uh, Umadi. I think Umadi cool. as a nickelback is okay. Yeah, I'm not
2: concerned about him.
0: Um, ultimately when it comes down to it, you can scheme away from him. What happened, what happened against, uh, the Patriots is they kept putting Edelman on Umadi. And if mm-hmm. Norton would open his eyes and think about this a little bit, maybe you scheme away from that, or you find a way to double team so that Umadi only has to handle him over the short range and you drop back deep. The only problem with that, the only problem with that is, you then had Leno Hill playing safety. Quandre Diggs coming back is going to be a big help, a yeah. huge help. Um, but I well,
1: I, and and
2: being able to game plan from the start of the start of the weekend or week, yes. knowing that you're not going to have these players. I mean, you know, middle middle of the game adjustments are difficult when you lose players.
0: Oh yeah, and and Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator for the Patriots, is very smart. He he understood. Okay, we got to throw Edelman where, wherever we see straight up man. We're gonna put him right on, right on the guy who just came in and probably you know only had twenty percent of the snaps, ten percent, ten percent of the snaps. Yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah, it's just the smart thing most, to
2: do. Most defense, most offensive coordinators will do that anyway. I mean, yeah, you know, you see I a mean, you see the star cornerback go down, you're like, okay, they're gonna put the rookie on the on my on my star now. We're gonna be doing nothing but throwing that corner.
0: But here's what I'm worried. You know? of, here's what I'm worried about. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, he's gonna see mm-hmm. Jordan Brooks stepping in for Bruce Irvin. And I know Irvin is old. I know he's a step slower, and I know he's not Matt's favorite person, and I know that uh, he's he's just a part-timer even when he was even if he were healthy. But you're throwing a rookie who I'm not completely convinced is a great player, and you're telling me they aren't gonna run Ezekiel Elliott off the left side. And just go right at Jordan Brooks all day. Are you not? Are you telling me that they're not just going to throw swing passes to Ezekiel Elliott every time that Jordan Brooks is covering him? Because I think that's exactly what's going to happen, and I see nothing but disaster happening to us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, no, I. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I think we can game plan for it. I Yeah, I'm with you on, on the air now. It's just a Brooke. You know, we, we, we agree on that. It's like he can't line or he can't back. Why is he on the field? I still don't know why he's on the team. Uh, obviously, other than that we've sunk a pick on him, so we got to stick with him at this point. But, um, you know, he's going to be given a chance to shine, and they, either he comes through for us or he doesn't. And if he doesn't, well, then they better have a game plan B. <laughs> he lined up Shift. Shift KJ right over there. Shift somebody else, you know, into that spot and and take him off the field. I don't know. If all fails.
1: There's no – I mean, Cody Barton's hurt too. We got – we don't – like you said, man, we don't have no
2: depth, depth
0: on this
1: team. Yep.
2: That's the problem, depth, yeah. We, don't have enough, we still don't have a defensive line either.
0: Nope. This is what? rough too because we have $14 million just sitting there, and I know you need to keep that money around because you have to you have to sign Jamal Adams but i mean god i wish
2: well is that so this year will it count to this year's cap
0: no it's That's free good, it's good free question. it's available because it's,
2: it's an extension you're going to no i know but i mean it's it, it counts for this year
0: if so you, if
2: you sign yeah. him to an extension, it would be on next year's books. It wouldn't be on this year. So that no, $14 it, million it, is at your discretion for this year. Uh,
0: un- understood. But uh, it's kind of you're robbing Peter to pay Paul at that point. What you're doing is you're... Why? You're robbing from next year's salary. How?
2: Next year has a higher cap. I, I understand. Probably.
0: No, I understand that. But let's, you know, let's say you have, let's say you have, you know, X... Well, I mean it's it's pretty okay. <laughs> What's the right way to it's put this? It's not
2: like the team it's not like the team can't afford to, to, to pay the entire salary cap level of money every year. It's not like we're literally on that level of a budget.
0: Understood. We're, but, we're understood, but you have so, dropping you have salaries dropping off next year because there'll be X amount of free agents that no. we have. So if you basic it's it's just it's just a budgeting thing. I mean if you if you budget for it for next year, you know that KJ Wright's falling off. Well, you but, know that but you can't. Greg Olson's can't falling off.
2: Take, you can't take the fourteen mil that counts towards this salary cap this year, and then all of a sudden you get fourteen extra next year. That's not how it I mean, works.
0: Actually, you can with signing bonuses. You can you can sign them heavy up front, and you know pay pay it now, so it's basically paying it forward for next year. But I mean, I, um, I, here I don't want to get into an argument with you about this because I fundamentally okay. agree with you. Spend the money yeah. now. We're trying to get to a Super Bowl. Well,
2: for I'm God's not saying sake, spend off fourteen. We don't need to spend all fourteen. I'm saying throw throw three or four at, uh, at Clay Matthews. Bring him in to replace Bruce Irvin. Find a defensive tackle who we apparently we're talking to uh, Harrison. Fine, get him. Put him on the line. We need some depth. Obviously, put him on the line. Um, and you know, he won't cost too much either. You two or 3 million and then, and then go from there. I mean, you still have 10 million or you know yeah. whatever left.
0: Yeah. And that baffles me because like, if you got snack Harrison, which I think they're saying is going to be about three or four, three or 4 million. Okay. And then if you had gone and gotten Everson Griffin, which is six and a half million, you still would That'd have money left over. Like, Oh yeah. That's yeah. Like, or, or were they just all in on on trying to squeeze J Davion Clowney. Yeah. I, maybe that was the case and they, they didn't I really,
2: the way, I mean, his, his language and the way he was talking and the way his positions and then he fired two agents and, and just his mentality throughout the entire process was I, everything I read and everything I saw basically indicated to me that like he was done with Seattle. Like he didn't, he didn't, he felt insulted by our first offer. And so he wasn't even really going to talk to us anymore. And so if I was the GM at that point, I was like, okay, we're moving on.
0: And that's, that's what you know? irritates me is because now you have Everson Griffin at the Dallas, you know, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, oh, who was the other guy we wanted?
1: The guy got traded to the Minnesota, the guy from Jacksonville. Yeah. In no, I,
0: no, yeah. He was Yannick and Geekway. But I mean, there was another free Geekway? agent though that we had been thrown. Um, about. But anyway, it, yeah, it, it just kind of baffles me. Why didn't we just take a bird in the hand at that point? It may be coming back to bite us in the backside.
1: All right. oh, oh, absolutely. No. Yep. All right. Here's a, I got a question. quick question. We got fifth round pick Alton Robinson, defensive lineman supposed to be activated this week. Do you think he'll have an impact or no? I'm just curious. I want your, your quick opinion of that if possible guy from Syracuse?
2: Um, I guess yes. I'll hop in. Um, my my – I think long-term, he absolutely will. But I think jumping in right now, not so much. Okay. Um, I, don't ex- I, don't, I don't expect big things from him right away. I, you know, give him some time to get in and get into the rhythm, especially since he hasn't had a preseason. He's a rookie. This will be his first ever really playing in the NFL. Um, and he's put in a tight spot by a team that is desperate for some kind of pass rush and, and line. So don't expect too much is
1: what I'm saying.
0: Wait, so now he got activated, you said?
1: Yes, he's supposed to be activated. For, he, he's been inactive for the first two games, but he's supposed to be active this week.
0: Okay. All right. I mean, it's a rookie. I mean, it's, it's a rookie defensive lineman with a rookie linebacker. Hooray! Good for us. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, i'll I'll take any warm bodies we can get at this point because I think who's the other rookie uh, out of God was he out of Tennessee? Um, he's injured.
1: Taylor still. Yeah. Injured, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's injured. Ershin Green's injured, so we don't have a lot of living, breathing human
1: well, beings. Said, depth depth is an issue yeah, yeah. it says jaron reed and benson but whatever the hell his name is they're questionable oh, yeah, well. too benson and okay. den and, and bar questionable i'm sure he's playing but they're all banged up
0: is uh um is oogie boogie but... or uh, <laughs> is, he, is
1: he okay He's healthy, it says. Yep. So. <laughs> um, Amati.
0: I know his name.
2: If you ever met him in real life and he's heard this podcast, he will break you over his knee.
1: And it will be fun. I'll be sure to tag him when it gets posted. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> he's from Oregon, though. I'm sure if I just threw a little, if I sprinkle a little marijuana his way, he might, he might just decide. No, who was, who was your guy? Who was your guy? All right. Oregon duck guy. Who was your guy that, uh, told the cops that he didn't have any marijuana on him because he was, he smoked it all.
2: Oh man. Um, that was the running back. Wasn't it?
0: Was the that LeGarrette Blunt? Blunt?
2: No, no, it wasn't LeGarrette Blunt. It was the running back. And I'm trying to remember who it was now. <laughs> That's going to bother me. Um, yeah, he, yeah. We don't have any officer. We smoked it all. <laughs> no, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a. It wasn't a running back. It was a safety. Was <clears> he?
0: <throat> was it, Ube, gonna, was it yeah, gonna, No, it was.
2: It, no, it was several years before he ever got to Oregon. It was a long time ago.
0: Um,
2: it's it's gonna bother me to
1: find that for you. Anyway, um, was he at Oregon when you were at Oregon, Matt? <laughs> no,
0: or Matt, was right. Matt was his dealer. Matt
1: was his
2: dealer.
0: Wow. Matt, anyway. be honest. That's how you guys got all the, got all the, uh, got all the kids to go there. You had the cheerleaders, and you had the marijuana, and you had the, uh, the gimmick clothes. Right? I mean, it was all package, right?
2: Yeah, it was Cliff Harris. Cliff Harris. That's who it was. Cliff Harris. He was a cornerback. That's who he was. Not I, I mean,
0: meanwhile, at Washington State University. They had to actually sell kids on academics, especially in the fields of animal husbandry. And wow.
2: that's that's why the, that's why they don't get any good good players. Okay. Are you kidding me? Wow. They, they hit
0: get the best farm boys from here to Billings, Montana.
2: Yeah, but they can't even keep a so around. I mean, come on. He
1: never would have been as good as his father. So, I'm, but it is what it is.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> You do seem to be getting all the uh, famous players' sons. Uh, Billy Joe Hobart's son is over at Wazoo too.
2: That's right, and, he, and and his father did. Did you dub proud? Let me tell you,
1: Hugh <laughs> Millen. National
0: son's championship, Oregon, isn't it? National championship. I'll tell you what.
2: Didn't he fall? Didn't he fall out of a window drunk or something? Though.
0: No, that was uh, that was about ten years later, and that was uh, it was not Corey Dillon, it was uh, Rashawn. Uh, she, who was, it, was, it, was, who was Sheehy. it that the
2: coach, who was it that the coach was covering for? That was round Billy Joe overtime.
0: No, no, this was 10 years later. You're the guy that fell out of a, fell out of a, a
2: no, I know not, not so fall out of the window, but, but, but the coach covered for Hobart and his friend doing something. I'll have to look it up. I forget.
0: Yeah. yeah you know what? Anyway. Good luck on that Google search, by the way, of looking, up, not as, of looking up police oh, yeah. departments and looking up coaches covering up athletes. <laughs> oh yeah, no,
2: well, well, Seattle is bad, but it's not as bad as Tallahassee, where you know they let felons, felonies occur for their players because as long as they're a Seminole, they they get they look the other way.
0: Always, <laughs> I was always curious about that name Seminole. Was there a team out there called the Full knolls or the Three Quarter knolls? That land, that joke did not land yes. apparently. Okay, all right. Not math majors here, so let's, yes. move, let's move. back to the Seahawks. Well,
2: I had, I, you're asking me to solve fractions in my spare time here, and I'm I'm just not not good for that. <laughs> Let me get Anyways, on my slide rule. And, back to the Seahawks uh, in Dallas.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. We should start talking about the Cowboys. Are we going to do that?
0: You guys worried about this uh, Seahawk running game?
1: Nope. They ran for 100, what, 130, 140 yards on Sunday. They averaged, you know, well over four yards a carry. Every every running back and quarterback had, you know, four-plus average. I mean, they, they, mixed it, they, mixed, they mixed it well. I mean, Dallas' Dallas's defense sucks. We've already discussed that part. So, I mean, as long as we can stay healthy, Carson and Wilson and Carlos Hyde are going to oh. – we're gonna to run some to, you know, we're gonna get hundred plus yards on Sunday, so I'm I'm definitely not worried. So
0: answer me, so why uh, didn't they I wanna, they, I wanna did, point out hang, hang on one second. Wait, so so why didn't go they ahead. run on third and one at the end of the game?
1: Last Sunday? Oh. I guess that's a that's a great question. I don't know, but you you stumped me on that one. I don't know. I have an answer for that. I mean everybody but
0: everybody says no one
1: no one
2: knows. Well, I uh, know. That, was, that was a really bad call you ask anyone everyone's <laughs> like what the hell are they doing um, but I want I want to point out that, that uh, Philak said as long as they stay healthy and and what what is our backfield known for doing getting injured not staying
1: healthy uh-huh yeah <laughs> so uh, I just want to point that out. What's your thoughts on that, Abe? I mean, you, you stumped me on that one, but what's your thoughts?
0: Uh, oh, yeah, I'm third really, and one, what I'm would re- you do? I'm really curious why a running game that theoretically has, you know, two good running backs and you have Russell Wilson, what was in the minds of the coaching staff that you would not trust that running game on third and one? Ten years ago, actually it was about eight years ago, they didn't trust that running game to win the Super Bowl. They don't trust it now. Um, maybe it's not the running backs. Maybe it's Pete Carroll. I don't know. I, I'm. It it's baffling. It it's not basic. And even if, oh, even if you want to say, you know what, a run on third and one only works. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, the WAR rating of a run is two or something. Some stupid. BS analytics that don't matter. Only <laughs> Stats only matter for losers, okay? First of all, fantasy football players and losers wow. care about wow. stats. But I want to know is why aren't you playing, why aren't you using the power of Chris Carson? Why aren't you using the feet of Russell Wilson in a situation like that? Lack of confidence is all I can come up with.
2: Very good um, or trying to be cute, trying, trying to, trying to do what the defense isn't expecting. But the honest truth is, in a one-yard situation, I absolutely, you know, I'm with you. Put, put everyone on the line. Put, uh, you know, and 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 go big and or go home. And if you, you know, hand the ball up to Carson or Hyde, Hyde would be good in that that situation too, but not Homer. Um, and, and give, give him to the, one of those two guys and just run right up the gut. And if you can't make a yard, then what are you doing playing football at this point? You know, this is the pros. You should be able to make that one yard. It's not at the goal line, so there's room. So the defense has got to cover those wide receivers.
0: But aren't we letting so, Russ cook? Isn't that what the deal is right now? Russ has got to cook. By God, he's been a sous chef for these low mini eight years. He needs to cook.
2: Um, yeah. Then let him do a QB dive <laughs> or whatever.
0: That's what I was kind of thinking. Like uh, let him run it or let him do a rollout, a quick little pass to a tight end. I don't need to throw no, 50 yards down. No,
2: you're, you're trying to run down the clock. You, you, you don't throw it all. You, you run the ball. Yeah. yeah. And if, if, if you don't make it, then you consider how far you got. And if it's like, you know, fourth and a millimeter, maybe you go for it. But otherwise, you run off another 45 seconds or whatever. and, and or force and them to you take, take a timeout.
0: Time
2: yep. Yeah. You, at the very least, you would have burned one of their timeouts. You know?
1: All, I, I would just want to say all excellent points, but I do agree with you, Abe. I want to go back to that lack of confidence. I mean, we haven't had a decent line since the days of Kevin Mowai and Walter Jones and whoever that. I, I don't remember the other three, but it, it's been quite a while. So, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you, the lack of confidence there. Do you mean st- uh, it's happened too many times? I don't that know. Week.
2: Our 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 line was pretty steady last year because <clears throat> we got because we had a real linebacker, a line coach, and we had real line linemen, and it was actually pretty decent. It wasn't like the best in the league. It was, but it was reliable.
1: But Tom Cable was a reliable offensive line coach too. And no, he, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he no, <wasn't. laughs> no. You're talking about the, <laughs> no.
0: You're talking about a guy who punched out another coach. <laughs> no, screw Tom Cable. Tom Cable held us back. No, no, forget that guy.
1: Anyway, I don't think the lack of confidence is the best answer. But I, well, anyway,s go on. I,
0: yeah, no, I, 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 I don't. I'm trying to come up with ideas as to why they wouldn't do the smart thing, unless Pete Carroll doesn't do smart things. <laughs>
2: well, like I said, I think they were trying to be cute. They're trying to go where the defense can, you know. Like, the defense was expecting them to put it at the line and die it or whatever. It just, so, hey, let's throw it.
0: Just I don't feel like that was a Schottenheimer call because Schottenheimer's super conservative. I would, you know, that had to come from, like, somewhere else, didn't it? From Pete? I think That's so. That's the
1: place it could come from. I think so. He did just turn 69,
2: so I'll we'll just throw that out there. <clears throat> I don't know what that has to do with things, but okay. He's <laughs> saying that Pete has with-
0: dementia. That's what he's saying. <laughs> oh. He's old;
1: his ways he don't work. He's onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> ne-
0: never, mind. never mind.
1: <laughs> never mind. Never mind. The Bill checks the
0: exact same age, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think about this defensive backfield? I mean, we talked about Ugo Amadi. What about uh, Leno Hill, Shaq Griffin? I
2: like the voice that you put on when you said that.
0: I don't know. We've been
2: pause. We've been ragging. On,
0: we've been ragging on uh, Ugo Amadi this whole time. So I thought I'd yeah. say his name right. And okay. you know, take out Jamal Adams for a second. What do you think okay. about the rest of this defensive backfield? Or are they overrated? Yes, currently they're
1: overrated. But I think if we had, like I said earlier, if we had a better pass rush, they'd be able to tighten it up a little to where our our boys Dunbar and Griffith would be, you know, be doing a better job back there. I mean, we're not the best in the league, but I, I think we're better than what we're playing right now. Well remember that we lost
2: um was it Diggs or Dunbar? Diggs.
0: Was Diggs, Diggs. Was, Yeah, Diggs, Diggs yep. we
2: lost we lost the Diggs very early in the game to what I disagree with the call that I disagree with. But, uh, you know, it, 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 we lost him. We didn't have him for most of the game. And we don't have depth on this team. There isn't a next man, you know, there really. The guys behind them don't have experience or just, you know, aren't really as nearly as good. And, and so, you know, you pull them out. That was a weakness. And then, you know, then, then we lost even more in the pass rush. And it was just kind of like, you know, we were playing at half strength for most of the game, it seemed like. Um, and that's, that's not, I mean, that's, of course, they're going to take advantage. They're Belichick and the, and the, and the, uh, the Patriots, even though they have half the talent that they normally do, you know, keep in mind that even the, the Tom Brady Super Bowl teams they were never really that stacked with talent. They were, you know, it was guys being put in the right position to win. It was next level coaching. It wasn't necessarily next level talent. And when they had next level talent, it was insanely the best in the league. Like when Tom Brady had Randy Moss to throw to, it, you know. So um, I, you know, I think I think there's a danger of of, of reading too much into this last game. And I, I think, uh, you know, we've only played two games. The season is long. We'll see where it goes.
0: All right. Question for you guys: This team's all offense, no defense. Are we basically the Packers? Yes, <laughs> uh, we
1: have I, better I, wide receivers. Yes, yeah, but yeah. We got better wide right receivers than your your the team that you guys have a a stock in or whatever the
0: heck you call it. But.
2: <laughs> As part owner of the Packers, it wounds me to say that the Seahawks have a superior wide receiver core.
0: As a person who has as equal of a share in the Packers as Matthew Page, I I, I concur. Question for you guys? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cam Newton has been on every freaking media outlet and every freaking YouTube video. And apparently he's the next best thing since sliced peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in a diagonal, not sideways, but diagonal. Um,
2: okay. With the crust cut off?
0: With the cross. Yes. 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 Someone understands me. Thank God. All right. right. Uh, But is he the, is he the almighty in, uh, is he the almighty, uh, what was it? 2014 or 15 where he won the MVP?
1: (laughs) I don't remember what year
2: he was. He, he, he never. He, he In my heart, he never won
0: the MVP. Is he the MVP caliber that Matt does not believe he was? I think actually we know no. what Matt's opinion is. Solak is he? Is he the MVP caliber brought back again?
1: No, no. He. I agree. He's not the MVP caliber, but he's always been a great quarterback. I, as long as he keeps his mouth shut, he, he, he's in a great system. And Bill Belichick knows how to win, even if he does cheat every once in a while. <laughs> I mean, but, but we we. we, we we know Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton knows how to play the game if he's, once he stays healthy. And I think Bill Belichick, I mean, that was a great pickup by those guys. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl or anything. But Cam Newton was, I mean, if this is a baseball season, we're in the middle of, you know, trade deadline, that would be somebody I would trade at the trade deadline if we do a baseball analogy because Cam Newton's still got some, something left in him.
0: Matt, why didn't Chicago, Washington, or Indy grab him?
2: Well, Indy has a better quarterback,
0: but they were looking, for a, quor- looking for a quarterback. Indy was looking for a quarterback. Hang on, stick with that. Okay, Indy's paying yeah. Philip Rivers twenty million, or not just Grant uh-huh. Cam at what is it seven million or something like that? Eight, seven or
2: eight, eight, or eight, eight yeah. Million? Okay, because okay. okay, because the choice is let's have a Hall of Fame quarterback or let's have a barely adequate quarterback okay. who has no no mental capacity whatsoever. He's physically gifted and who uses his physical gifts. But he is not a game manager in any any sense of the word. And when he loses a step or he gets banged up, there goes his entire game. How about we spend money and get a get ourselves a Hall of Famer? How about quarterback?
0: How about Chicago? Or Washington? Well,
2: they're just dumb. Chicago (laughs) is poorly run. They're starting. They're currently starting Mitchell Trubisky because they're actively trying to lose. Apparently um Nick Foles is what they truly traded for and I don't think anyone understands that trade um outside of the Chicago front office to be honest that one was probably that was a bad choice um and then the third team you mentioned is was Washington yeah. Washington has faith in Dwayne Haskins they shouldn't <laughs> but they do have faith in Dwayne Haskins they think he can develop into a real regular NFL caliber starter I disagree, but that is their scouting, and that is why they didn't go after Cam Newton because they have a lot of other holes on that team and they needed the money elsewhere.
0: All righty. Hey Solak, do you want to talk about uh, Minshew? No. How about the XFL? (laughs) How about the XFL? (laughs) (laughs) No.
1: Okay, so we're moving on. Uh (laughs) How you jinx my boy, Gardner Minshew. We're going to talk about him, and then they Mm. go and lose tonight to the Dolphins.
0: By a lot, yes. Oh, did uh, they lose? I didn't 30, notice because my running back was
2: busy
1: scoring all their points. 30, Thirty-one to thirteen was the final. Yep. <laughs> um, you, said, you said let's talk about the XFL. Yes, I love to talk about the XFL. Is there
0: is there a chance to revive this?
1: I I oh, there was a great article that came out this week about basically reviving it, and I, I, I don't I don't have faith right now. I, I personally don't think it should come back in twenty twenty one. I mean, they're saying one of the reasons why was because some college footballs were, were, you know, weren't were going to start until January or the spring. And you know, obviously that would take away viewership, but I, I think that they need to, I mean, number one, if they come back too fast, I think they're going to lose money because they're not going to have any fans. They're not going to, you know, sell any, you know, players, gear, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they don't don't have a they don't have a contract yet with you know with the major network and and i know you got you got to think that some of those networks lost some money you know once the pandemic hit and they went bankrupt and there,
0: there,
1: there's a lot of factors i mean the rock and his wife and th- that other group i think they're like a marketing group or something they bought the league and and i think they could do great things with it but i think they, they they need to wait a couple of years cuz i think they need to come up with you know something more you know besides getting a major network i mean they need to there's talk about a possible maybe a possible XFL reality team you know have a reality show or there might be some other gimmick they may come up with but they can't rush into this i mean they've already lost a bunch of money i think they need to wait a couple of years but That the contract with the TV, you know, big TV market alone is is one thing they need to focus on, and they need to get more fans than what they had this year. I mean, we had a we had a small sample size, but then they need more fans than twenty thousand dollars twenty thousand fans a game to survive. You know, I mean, there there's a lot of negatives right now, and and I I don't see the I don't know if they should be coming back. So, I mean, ma- I'm anxious to hear what The Rock has to say.
0: The Rock says, it doesn't matter what you... Anyway. Um, the- <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for setting me up on that one. That was pretty good. Matt? Uh, Matt Solak yeah. just says, Solak just said that the XFL belongs in the SmackDown Hotel. You know the one on the corner of Jaboni Drive and Know Your roll Boulevard. Is Solak right? <laughs> Well,
2: first of all, I'm not familiar with that particular uh, establishment on um, that Hotel. Those, that address. No, you. I, I, I'll have to check my Google map and see if I can find it.
0: You're too used to the La Quinta um, in Mesa, Arizona.
2: The La Quinta. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I think I think Mr. Solak and Mr. Fullman is correct um, in that they shouldn't rush back. Uh, I think they should. I, I don't think 2021 is, is makes any sense. Um, you know, in terms of, of, you know, coronavirus procedures just alone by itself, vaccines, who know if they'll be ready by then. And, and in terms of being allowed to, the crowd back and all that kind of stuff, regulations, you don't know what's going to be. You don't want to misfire, start and then have to delay or cancel and then have to or have to have fanless. They, they don't have like, like you said, they don't have the media deal necessarily. So they can't exactly just air, you know, fanless games like the NFL is doing. Um, you know, the player base for that, so I think, I think it's wise to hold off to at least the 2022, um, as, as much as that sucks. Um, but, um, I really hope they don't do any stupid gimmicks. Like a reality team sounds terrible to me, it just, I mean, it would, I'd immediately lose interest in the league. It would be if they're gonna, they're gonna make it a sideshow league like the, like the original XFL then I really as a serious, um, sports fan lose interest. I'm not interested in a soap opera, you know, if you want, if I want that, I'll watch wrestling. Um, I, I want to watch football. And, and, uh, if they try to do that kind of reality shit, I, 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 really, I might just have turned it off. Um, but if they, if they basically approach it like they were before, um, you know, if we hadn't have had the pandemic, I think this league would have had a very successful season. It was a very a successful year. Seattle was seeing a lot of very big crowds. Um, DC was doing very well as well. There was something I mean, they, were, they were having very good very good attendance numbers. The ratings on TV maybe weren't the best, but they were, they were doing fine. Um, and you know the games obviously weren't of a caliber of NFL, but they, they were enjoyable and they were doing some cool interesting things that kept people watching and it was during a time when they weren't, you know, when there was no other football. So it was, it was fun to watch, to watch some football. Uh, they just, they need to be smart about it. They need to take it, take a, de- take a breath, wait for things to calm down, wait for everything to clear out. And then maybe, pro- and maybe line up some media deals and, 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 and take the time to do it Right. And that's why I think they were set up to do it. Well, I, honestly, I, the coronavirus, if we hadn't have had a pandemic, I think the XFL would have would have been firmly cemented as as a developmental league for the NFL moving forward. All right, well, because because look look at how many was it was the final count of, of uh, XFL players that made NFL rosters. It was something like twenty two players or something. It was insane. It was a large number.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. I, I know, like those quarter those stud quarterbacks didn't make the final cuts, but you are right at like twenty plus. Made it, I, I, I. But like, they need to figure out what they're going to do though, because if they're going to survive long term, because, I mean, ownership's got to pay a bunch of money, for, you know, for these teams, and you got to get the fan interest. I mean, I, I, like you said, if it would had a full season, we would have had interest. But long term, I look, in my opinion, they were starting to lose some fans, and they got to wait. They got to figure out a way, you know, for people like Jim Zorn not to coach the offense and. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was bad. get 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 them some more. I I know they got to watch their spending more than, but they got to figure out a way to you know spend their money properly. So it, it's more intriguing to watch and you know bring in new fans down the road. But hopefully, hopefully something happens. And like I said, twenty twenty two, they start up, and I, I it would be a good to NFL developmentally. Hopefully, they're negotiating that as well. So we'll yeah, see.
2: I was going to say, if they're wise, they approach the NFL and say, hey, we'll be a developmental league. You guys, maybe we work out a minor league type deal or players from practice squads get into our teams and stuff, you know? Absolutely.
0: All right. Okay. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. We'll find out soon enough. But first, I want to talk about college football. And we're talking about the Pac-12. And I know this is going to make Matt a little bit terse, a little bit annoyed, a little bit Perturbed.
1: Well, folks, Mama's
0: wrong again. <laughs> no intended, wrong. Mama's right. <laughs> oh,
1: Mama's right. Mama's right. Mama's right.
0: Something wrong with his medulla oblongata. Something's wrong with your medulla
2: oblongata. Ow. Okay. <laughs>
0: Something's I don't wrong know with, what all that extra some, noise
2: was, but some, okay.
0: Something's going to go wrong with your medulla oblongata, Matt, when I say that the Pac-12 is going to play this fall.
2: Technically, Woo-hoo. they're going to play this winter, aren't they?
0: Uh, no, November, they're start, no, they're starting November. November. November is,
2: yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> I, am, I am very disappointed in them. And... Uh, you know, I, I, I'm waiting to see. I haven't heard. I've, I've read all the, the, the breaking wires, and the pieces on it and all that. But I haven't read yet. Do either of you know if, they, if, if it was a unanimous vote or if there were dissenters? Because part of me thinks that, you know, the smart kids and Cal and Stanford, those ADs probably objected. Um, it doesn't make any sense. They're risking liability. I don't know how their insurance is allowing them. They have to get, they probably have to work this out with the governor of the states of Oregon and California to be allowed to have the games. And they did. Oh, they did? Yeah, they okay. agreed to it. Yep. Okay. Um, but uh, the reality is that they're risking these, these kids' health for their money. That's the bottom line. It's a 100% of money grab. And we need to cease calling these universities. They're not universities anymore. They're companies. They're profit-motivated. Profit they're not they're not out for the education of the of the students they're not out for you know promoting the general welfare and improvement of their of their their students into citizens of this world they're after the money the cold hard cash and i know it's been the writing on the wall for a long time but i kind of held out hope that the uh the Pac-12 smart universities as, as actual academic institutions, just like the Big Ten institutions. Um, I, I hoped both of them would would hold out and and, and not put their children their uh, their kids' lives at risk.
1: I I, I want to. I mean, I, you make some very good points.
0: Hang on, just I, I a second. Hang, hang on, just sorry, second. Go ahead. Just a second. Okay.
2: Lack he's queuing up something to make fun of me good greed is right greed works
0: is that what you're saying about <laughs> the pac 12 is that what you're saying about the pac 12 there matt
2: i'm saying that about all of the ncaa <laughs> and they're opening themselves up to a billion dollar lawsuit because <laughs> when one player gets hurt and from or gets covid and gets comes down with some kind of long-term life threatening illness you know um uh, you know impairment due to the due to the disease there's going to be lawyers calling him and they're going to they're going to gather all the kids harmed by the disease and they're going to launch a massive lawsuit against the ncaa and believe it or not that billions might become trillions
0: or it could be like cte with professional football and nothing ever happens <clears throat> no difference between the two and gets is helped.
2: that. One is a one is a professional job. The other one is supposedly your student.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, Gordon Gecko always wins.
2: And the reality is, with a with a with a with a professional athlete, they are they have signed a contract. They have agreed to these these risks upon their their, themselves and their their physical uh, body and no, but, but
0: but no, that's not the that's actually exactly wrong. That has nothing to do with the CTE. The CTE uh, lawsuit that they had uh it claims that the NFL and I i think I agree with this uh hid those facts from them they did yeah so I don't think it's uh, it, you are right in this respect it's not the same thing but it, it, it's yeah it's, it's it they're they're both they're both legitimate cases and I'm telling you greed wins out all the time and that's that's what, that's yeah. what I've always been saying is it's- is it's it's not it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. You know what kind of noble intent or noble cause you have, it's going to happen. Every single sport is playing right now, Matt. What made you think Pac twelve is going to be any different?
2: Because they actually have really good um, academic schools, unlike the SEC or That's ridic- some of the other the other conferences.
0: No, there's other good colleges in the country, Matt. It's it all comes oh, down to okay. money. It all so comes down to you, money. You get
2: to- you're saying SEC gets a free ride because of Vanderbilt.
0: I'm saying so there's they're one, one school. They're one school. There's actually there's actually yeah. a couple good schools. Uh, there are fewer of those, but you got to think the Pac-12. Arizona State is not some bastion of great thinking, Matt. Okay, it's it's not the case. USC hey, they are really USC good. USC a at playground children. USC is a playground for rich people.
2: Okay, Arizona State is top notch first in the country at teaching women to be gold diggers okay (laughs) i'm sorry the place you go (laughs) if you want to be a gold digger that is where you go all right it's a very highly specialized niche but they 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 fill it
0: ultimately anyway ultimately i and i and this is one where you know, I kind of say it comically just because I want to be right and I like to be right, but I mean, yeah. it, it just—it's. I feel like it's a fundamental truth of human beings, and it's—it's it's going to play out that way until consequence occur, occurs, until consequence happens. Nobody's going to listen because there's too much money.
1: And and uh, no, I, no, I want no I want it's it. disappointing. you go ahead. You have you have lots of concerns, and I hope to God that it doesn't happen, that, But there's there's hundreds and uh, thousands of, of parents out there who are letting their kids play. I mean, I, I'm friends with a bunch of Wazoo parents who have their kids are on the team this year and they're excited for their sons to be having a season this fall. Does that make them bad parents?
2: No comment.
1: No comment. Uh, additionally,
0: additionally, these kids are over the vast majority are over 18 they can't the parents can't do anything they can't these kids are old enough to die for their country you know they're they're not they're not being held by the by the leash of of their parents and
1: uh, i sorry
0: go ahead yeah so no i i i don't know if i like i don't know if i can say that the parents you know what are they going to do? They can't do anything. I'm a parent. Dude, you're a parent. You can't control these kids. They're going to do that, what they want to do.
1: Correct. and But I know these parents are excited for their kids to be playing. I mean.
0: Some of them are. But I, I, I assume some of them aren't. I assume some of them I'm are sure like there really are a few. Worried. I'm sure there are a
1: few. Correct. I just wanted to throw that out there because I know a lot of Wazoo people, parents are excited for their sons to play this fall, so.
2: I, I just I feel the need to explain my position a little more and my position is quite simply the fact that it's a sport. It's a game. At the end of the day, it's just a game. And you're risking your life. Let's not let's not let's not beat around the bush. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. Let's not pull any punches. You are risking your life by going out there and doing it in this condition in this current climate with this current you know um, uh, disease out there going around you are literally risking your life and it's for a game people are willing, now, as much as a they're willing to do it as a, as passionate as i am a fan i don't want pe- I, I, I you know i i feel like i'm i'm now going to be a fan watching running man okay you know, watching people go and die. I mean, this is, this is, you know, and then cheering them on while they do it. I mean, this is, it's just, it's it, it, it's a symptom of a greater problem in this country where we've, we all basically got together and said, oh yeah, we should, we should, uh, we should sequester ourselves, quarantine ourselves and stop, you know, stop any contact and socially distance and wear masks. And then after like two or three or four months of it, everyone's like, Okay, yeah, we're done now. And I don't care that the that the danger hasn't passed and we haven't defeated it. Let's go back. We're bored. We're bored with this. Let's go back to our regular lives. And that's what's happening right now across the country, and it blows my mind. But anyway, I just I don't think I don't think it, it football is worth whisking your life over. That's just that's that's where I that's why I stand.
0: However, Cause money does make the world go round I'm going to give you the last word Last word, Solak
1: No, no real shout outs But I do want to say You know, this is implied to Seattle But rest in peace, Gale Sears one of the best running backs ever to play the game of, of NFL football. Who? Absolutely. He, yeah, he passed away. It was a Parkinson's or, or something recently, and he only played D- Dementia. Plus, yeah, dementia. Or yeah. dementia, wrote, thank you. Dementia. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And, and he got one of the youngest ever to be voted in the NFL Hall of Fame. He only played 60-plus games in the NFL. But the guy was a class act, and just want to say rest in peace.
0: Any shouts out, Matt?
1: Nope.
2: Not to, not this week, unfortunately. Sorry, <laughs> I'm leaving you hanging.
0: Oh no, what about you me? Oh, I never what have any shout. I never have any shouts out except for money makes the world go around. Um But no, the <laughs> <laughs> actually no. You know what? I do have I do have a shout out, and that's to Tyrod Taylor. I I oh, swear yes. the universe I feel hates bad. him. the universe hates him or something.
2: My heart goes out to him. Really, yeah. I, he always he's a great player. He's a great competitor. He always winds up with coaches who hate him, even though he wins <laughs> games for them. <laughs> Poor guy. And, yep. and then he finally lands with a coach who loves him, and and and, and his doctor stabs him and punctures his lungs. Freaking, and freaking to his coach's credit, I want to say, to his coach's credit, anyone who came and said, "Are you now going to now you going to after Herbert had a great game." Uh, everyone, everyone who came up and said you're going to now give the job to Herbert, he immediately said no. This is Taylor's job. Period. You know, after after what happened to him, he's standing by his quarterback because that's not the way you lose your job. Right on. Your do- your, your 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 employer stabs you, collapses <laughs> your lung, and then you lose your job. Yeah, that's not cool. I'm sorry. I
0: don't know, Matt. I've worked at AT and before.
1: <laughs> oh, where's the
0: drum? Although they usually stab, oh yeah, they usually stab you in the back, though, and then. Uh...
1: Yeah, I was gonna say,
2: usually you don't see it coming.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us this week. My name is Abraham So Back with us again was Brian Solman, Solak, Matthew Page. We are Seattle Sports Union. Check us out at seattlesportsunion.com as well. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Seattle Sports U. See you guys next week.
2: Go luck. Ha, 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 ha.